0: Did I enjoy it? Probably not, but you know, I still owe the effort. hello everybody welcome back to witch fix i feel like it's been a while since i actually looked at a movie it probably won't seem like that long to you because i tend to like chop and change the order that i record things in to the order that i release things in just so that you're not getting like a bunch of reviews of the same book series all at once when i go on a little bit of a, a reading binge um but it has been a while since i looked at a movie i think the last one i looked at was the Coven. Uh, and I can't even really remember uh, what it was about, so it has clearly been a while, but this one is called The Secret Craft, it, I, it came in a box set with another movie I think called Young Warlocks, and then two movies that were about vampires which I instantly donated to charity, so I was like, I don't want you, this is a witch podcast, but also sometimes just stuff that I like. Uh, So I've still got Young Warlocks to review, but today I'm making inroads into my film pile. Uh, Apparently this was not just released as The Secret Craft, um, which I assume was to try and link it to The Craft, because they use, like, the same font on the DVD box. Um, It was also called The Source in the United Kingdom, and in the United States it was released as The Surge. Um, I think both of those are actually better titles, because this doesn't really have anything to do with witchcraft and yet still manages to be like basically the craft uh, which is why i'm reviewing it because uh it, it, it was a strange one i did enjoy it but it, like that kind of silly way that you know when a movie is dumb, but you're having a good time so you don't care and now to directly underscore that point here are the list of trigger warnings uh i've got to trigger warn for suicide self-harm ableist language uh a drug analogy sexual coercion and assault although within the context of the movie it isn't actually that but be wary that there are scenes like that the sexual coercion does take place the assault does not um guns and tangentially related to school shootings and mental illness so there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie let's get into it so this movie is like 90 minutes long and a certificate 15, and when I tell you that never before has a movie struggled to reach, like, an hour and a half, this movie really tries. It's got, like, three minutes of credits at the beginning, however many minutes at the end, and then the midsection has a montage that goes on for, like, 20 minutes too long. So, be warned. So, start up, put the DVD in the Xbox, instantly treated to a an acid flashback, in the form of, like, blistering flashing screens of, like, maggots, blood, death, brains, burr, and something that sounded like the intro to a Fatboy Slim B-side. There's a lot of butt rock in this movie, and a lot of, kind of, like, rave music. It, I felt like it came out in the 90s, which I guess, like, 2002 is still kind of the tail end of the 90s in all ways, but time the music is what it is and then you get the dvd menu which is one of the features listed on the back of the box you start it and we did to more wibble cam of someone running through the woods and then more flashing images of the woods a sort of doctor who opening titles tunnel uh, some fire some brains some schematics and sciencey stuff and a font which really should be in like an agent cody banks movie it's like an early 2000s kids spy movie font. Spy Kids, for example. Um, Which was my first clue that I was watching something that wasn't witchy in intention, although it had been rebranded as it maybe later, because this movie is really kind of sciencing it up. It's the craft, but what if it was sciency? And I didn't hate it. I think it was a brave and interesting take on things. Like, they could have just found a book on witchcraft and become witches, but... This was at least new and original. Did I enjoy it? Probably not, but you know, I salute the effort. Uh, then we get a door opening. We see a woman with bloody wrists, um, and there's like some just general signs that we are in someone's trauma nightmare. And then Reese wakes up from his trauma nightmare. Reese is the main character. He is apparently in high school, despite the fact that he looks like he is at best 28 uh, and has that 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 greasy emo look. That was so popular. He kinda reminds me of like, oh, if you've seen the trailers, that new thing with Sebastian Stan in it, where he's playing like Pamela Anderson's boyfriend. It's it's very that. Um, but on a budget. So there we go. He's being driven by his dad, they're moving into a new town. Clearly, the mum's not with him because she's dead, although they play coy about this for the longest time. His dad is so peppy. His dad could be from like a serial commercial and his son is like the devil a funny dichotomy between the two Reese has a nightmare that he's like self-harming with really hot water from the tap but then the water is blood and he wakes up like Ugh! so um clearly he's he has some some troubled thoughts in his greasy mind he he wakes up applies his eyeliner and spikes his hair into like weird little emo-y clumps it's great, it made me very nostalgic for a point in time that I did not live through because I've never been an American teenager. But this was like the shows that I used to watch growing up, so I, I love this. What I did not love was the fact that he like put on all his like eyeliner and his hair goo and then just spent like a minute and a half looking in the mirror, kind of thumping his chest and going, fear me! And I was like, this guy needs to be on a watch list. Like, if I was watching this now, I'd be like, hello, FBI? But um, he's the hero of this movie. Anyway, it's his first day of school, and because the current fashion is baggy pants, bleach blonde tips, and plaid shirts, he he gets bullied by everyone, um, because he is the knight. Uh, so he has a, a pretty shit first day. He also trips on a hippie, which, you know, it happens. We'll later be introduced to this hippie again as Phoebe uh one of the central four characters in uh it class i think when they're talking about like how to insert a table with the table function uh he looks up and sees like the only other girl wearing alternative footwear in the form of kind of Doc martin looking kind of new rock boots and she throws her hair back with an actual whip crack sound effect while eating a licorice whip And he begins to draw her feverishly for this is his dream woman. Uh, This is Ashley, who is the sister of Zach, who we have yet to meet, but again, she's going to be one of our four. At lunch, the principal confiscates Lord Greasington's Walkman, CD Walkman, not tape, because he's a modern lad, um, and says that he can have it back at the end of the school year, because personal electronics are banned. Are schools allowed to do this? Because I feel like In England, they can take your phone away until the end of the day, maybe. Definitely until the end of the lesson. End of the day might be pushing it. Do people have no rights in America in the 2000s? I mean, there's people who have no rights in America now, so I don't know why I'm surprised, but... This just seemed very extreme, and probably if this was an episode of Criminal Minds, they'd call this the trigger moment. Anywho, uh, the bullying continues with some sort of more homoerotic locker room bullying um which is interrupted by zach who the bullies call bill gates but they like back off when he's there and he's just a very shiny clean boy who has a convertible and knows how to use a computer and that makes him cool because it's 2002 uh, so this is zach so now we've met like our our, our kind of coven although again not witches Reese's dad is a teacher at the school. He is making everything worse. He's just like, hey, everybody, this handsome boy here. And it's like this seven foot glowering rock of an emo. He's just like, this is my son, Reese. He is single. And he's good at chemistry too. God bless Reese's dad. I know I'm getting old because he's the one that I feel sorry for in the movie. But there we go. Uh, so on the way home, Reese gets pelted with some trash by townies in a truck and uh zach pulls up with phoebe in his convertible and is like hop in we're gonna go have some fun and he's just like yeah all right it can't be worse than walking so he gets in the car uh with them and they ask you know if he has an open mind which to me is like okay they're gonna give him drugs or this is going to turn into a weird sex thing but no they drive him up to simultaneously the desert and a tree sanctuary to see a like a magic place which zach says has like a bunch of lithium underground which makes it like a natural magnet i don't know if he means battery because i they they put lithium in batteries i don't know that lithium is magnetic and i can't be bothered to google it so i have that in common with the screenwriters either way it's a powerful sport yada 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 um and they talk about it zach talks about it in a very scientific way phoebe talks about it in terms of like chakras and energy and she's a hippie but she's about as witchy as it gets then someone throws a bunch of firecrackers into the clearing and Ashley jumps in and is just like it's 2002 Um, she's Zach's sister although that relationship isn't really there on screen they they don't really have a lot in common with one another They, they don't have like moments where they're like brother and sister all four of these people just seem like strangers but there we go. She calls the place uh, a doorway to hell, according to the locals. But this is neither confirmed nor denied later. This is probably just her winding everybody up. Anyway, Reese goes off to piss against a tree in the middle of nothing. So he's not good at finding cover. Um, but a nearby rock begins to glow yellow. Nothing to do with the piss. Uh, then little sparks come out of it and then it shoots him with lightning. And he's just like, whoa that's a fucking weird rock yo so everyone rushes to the rock and zach calls it like the source of the vortex which i guess is why the movie was called the source again a better title he holds a pencil over it and the pencil floats and he's just like this is astounding i am galileo Ashley then jumps over it to see if it will like hold her up, but it does. Um, she seems to like absorb some of the energy, which is blue when she's on it. When she hops off, she's just like everyone should try this. It feels amazing, uh, and they do. But everyone has different colours. So Ashley's is blue, Zach's is purple, Phoebe's yellow. Reese starts out green and then goes red like blood. Uh oh, an ominous sign. At the same time, Reese's necklace glows, uh, and he sees, like, a tunnel of blood, and then the dead woman, and it's never confirmed or denied if the necklace is his mum's wedding ring, but I feel like that would make sense, so that's what I'm going to call it. He's a bit freaked out by this experience, and doesn't have as much positive stuff to say about it as everybody else. Zach arrives home at 10.30, which is apparently the curfew of an adult man. His dad's a little bit pissed off, but he's just like... Screw you and your rules, Daddy! I'm going to go listen to Limp Biscuit in my room. So he goes to his room to listen to something, um, and in the meantime, Zach goes to see a guy called Moss around midnight. Moss is like his truther friend, who he gets sciencey stuff from, including what looks like the ghost trap from Ghostbusters. But he tells him that they've like found the source and they found this magic rock, and he's he's doing experiments. And Moss does nothing with this information. He's apparently the most trustworthy man in America. The next day, we see Zach designing something, presumably to do with all the science-y ghost-catching equipment he picked up. Um, he's being picked on a little bit by his history teacher. I say picked on. It's being noted that he's not paying attention, and his history teacher is like, you should be paying attention and doing the reading, which is what teachers are meant to do. But this is treated as bullying. Uh, Phoebe um, eats lunch with Reese and reveals that she's awkward and allergic to a bunch of shit. So... Um, you know, I feel sorry for Phoebe. She, she, she doesn't deserve any of the stuff that's about to happen. Uh, Zach calls Reese via his customer service slash spy headset. He's gone hands-free because it's 2002. Uh, he says they need to start phase two uh, and, like, notch things up a notch, which is not a saying, uh, at the Glowing Rock. And Reese is like, I don't really want to... I, I saw a blood tunnel, man. It It wasn't fun. But uh, he he gets convinced in the end. Ashley really reacts badly to, like, being told that she's got detention, having her third cell phone taken away. Phoebe is bullied by a teacher. Reese is bullied by everybody because, you know, fit in, dude. It's not that hard. Um, And then Zach says that they need him for this experiment because he has the strongest connection to The Rock, which I'm glad he said it because it was never in evidence. And to be honest, I don't think it comes up again. So... I don't know. It gets him to the rock. That's the most important part. They go to the rock, and uh, Zach calls the stone a cold fusion generator, but it's not radioactive. And a lot of other sciencey words, because he's a science computer guy, the thing that he's invented seems to be putting some wire around the stone and then putting tinfoil over the top. Like it got lost on a hike and maybe needs to get a little bit warmer. But he plugs his laptop into this and it shows some like cool spinny graphics. So what do I know? I'm not a scientist. Um, he says that this triples the intensity of the stone's effects and that it stipul- stimulates the neocortex. Which sounds dope. Uh, the site then says that the different colours are caused by their different physiologies chan- channeling the energy in different ways. So, yeah, sure, I'll buy that for a nickel. And uh, that when Reese does it again, uh, he has two fields in conflict, but this time he manages to stay green the whole time. And to be honest, the red field never really comes up again. The movie makes it seem like he has some sort of inner demon that wants to burst free, and God help you when that happens, because he's got a katana in his basement. But um, that never happens. So, confusion. Anywho, they all take turns on the new stronger power rock. And they all begin to show individual talents. So, for example, Zach becomes able to read minds. Uh, Ashley has the ability of like hypnotic suggestion. So she tells people to do things and they have to do it, which she instantly does. Uses this to like break people's boundaries. She makes Reese show them artwork that he's been doing that he doesn't want to show anyone, and then she tries to make Ashley. Not Ashley, Phoebe, take her top off, um, which is quickly stopped by Reese because this movie is 15 uh, and we have to keep it that way. Uh, But yeah, so not trusting Ashley, she's the source of most of the sexual coercion in this movie. Phoebe manifests the ability of telekinesis, which is pretty cool, and Reese doesn't manifest anything, and then the effect of the rock wears off, so they're like, oh well, better luck next time. I'm sure you can do something dope. Later that evening, Reese has a freak out at home and smashes a glass, uh, cutting his hand and shows that he has the ability to heal so apparently the effect of the rock did not wear off on him maybe it's connected to how much you're using your power and you'll have more of a charge over time if you use it less but um, that's pure speculation on my part as i said i'm not a scientist the next day phoebe is bullied in gym class ashley's in the principal's office and is told that because she hasn't been to her detentions if she doesn't go that day she will be suspended Uh, and reese's locker now says freak on it in spray paint but they also got the locker on either side of him so that's a little bit mean go from top to bottom don't go across you'll catch innocence in the crossfire so yeah it's just more repeating of like these kids don't fit in and that day they all ditch out again and that means that ashley is not going to her detention so she's gonna be in trouble Reese attempts to heal Phoebe's leg, um, but Zach's like, No, I want to set up some camera equipment and stuff to catch it, so uh, amuse yourselves for half an hour. So, Reese amuses himself by having sex with Ashley in the woods. When they have all of the stuff set up to record, for some reason they don't get Reese to heal um, Phoebe's leg. They're like, Oh, well, we'll just cut Ashley with this scalpel, and then you can heal her. And he's just like, I'm not sure that that'll work. And in the intervening time, she manages to cut her wrist all the way open and is bleeding everywhere and he's just like oh no the trauma and also i feel sick at the sight of blood which is unfortunate uh, and because she's bleeding quite a lot she uses her power to command him to heal her and he's able to do it um but then the the red Reese flares up again i have no idea what that means and like i said it never becomes important then ashley taunts him and he ends up causing pain in her stomach with his like green flashy powers so i'm guessing just as he could heal he can also cause health complaints and he's giving her diarrhea or pms they practice their powers in what is the first of many lengthy montages and sort of just fragments of different scenes that aren't really connected to each other they now run the school and have leather pants for some reason Uh, And also those 2000s sunglasses, like the hacker ones, where they're like really small and they're like light blue or pink or mauve. They look so cool. Anywho, Ashley makes a girl pick her nose in front of her peers because revenge is stupid. They really struggle during these like kind of fragments of scene to find cool uses for mind reading and the ability to heal. Which is silly because, like, surely the ability to read minds is something you can abuse pretty readily. But the first example they have of this is some girl looking for her credit card and a guy near her has seen it on the floor and covered it with his foot. So Zack reads his mind and, like, kicks his foot out of the way and is like, there's your credit card, little Missy. And it's like, wow, you rock, Zack. Shit stupid. Um, Similarly, Reese causes some guys who are laughing like hyenas at him to just go into a coughing fit because he has the power to unheal, as well as to heal. There's also a great moment of dialogue where um, Ashley tells someone, get in the garbage can, bitch. And then she sits in the garbage can like, but why? And her friend goes, what's possessed you? Which is just a great line. There's more tormenting of teachers who have picked on them by doing their jobs as ordained by the state education board and various teens etc um just general revengey stuff or tricks on people it goes on for way too long like the midsection of this movie like 20 minutes is just this i feel like they had this section in the craft and all of the girls got to do their own like bit of it and then it was over and it only took the length of one really cool song but this goes on for a really long time it gets kind of boring and ends up just covering a lot of old ground so there we go. Ashley keeps egging Reese to use like his full power, I guess she wants people to like be erupting sternums out of their chests all over the place, and he's just like, ah, I don't really want to be doing that. Seems sketch. Then this kind of stops, and, and Zach's laptop has abruptly been seized by the principal, and it's like, well, how did that happen? One, you're smart, why did you bring it to school? Two... You know, why didn't you just, like, read his mind and know what he was about to do? Whatever. His laptop has been taken, and they need the laptop to jack into the Rock server so they can get their daily power-ups. And so they need to get it back, so they pull the fire alarm, no big deal, go to his office, Phoebe uses her power to pick some locks, uh, and then they get all of their shit back, like the laptop, some cell phones, and the Walkman. Obviously, because they've only taken their own stuff, they're prime suspects when the thefts are noticed and the cops are called and they're sent to do a locker search, but just in time, Reese I think, gives like a power boost to Ashley, so she can mind control the cop into saying that their lockers are empty. So yeah, they get away with it again, no big deal. There we go. They go to The Rock, Uh, I guess this is like a daily thing, Uh, but they go there, and then a bunch of bullies throw firecrackers down again. What is it with this movie and firecrackers? But they throw a bunch of firecrackers, and then somehow, immediately get our heroes tied up with gaffer tape and there's a bit of a hairy moment where they're making all these threats about reese and zach and saying they're going to assault phoebe and then they focus their attentions on ashley and the main guy goes to like attack her but she pulls a knife and then makes out with him a little bit and it's revealed that she got these bully guys on her side now with her powers so she set this up as a kind of prank on her brother and friends obviously this is not received very well and scares everybody and it's the first sign that Ashley is going power mad which happens almost too quickly to notice at home presumably at his 1030 curfew Reese's dad confronts him about his recent behavior uh, including the theft from the principal's office which canonically he was proven not guilty of so step off dad they talk about you know his mum being dead And Reese blames himself, and I don't know why, because we're shown a flashback where he goes in the bathroom and his mum is dead on the floor. And he just sits in front of her going, mom, 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 for like 10 minutes. And all right, he doesn't get help, but debatable if that would have been of any use. But he didn't murder her. So it feels like he's like blaming himself for something that he had no control over. And then his dad, in like the flashback, blames him for the murder and says, like, you've done this. But in the present, his dad's like, she was ill, no one's to blame. So I guess this is just more internalised guilt. Ashley takes a- another left turn into power madness when she takes her gang of bullies to the principal's office to beat him up and then throw him off the roof. So he's dead. Somehow, uh, Ashley, they realise, is powering up without them. So either she doesn't need the laptop uh, or or is doing something else. But she's getting power from the rock somehow. And I think this is connected to a necklace that she has later, so... I'll mentioned that as and when zach says that he'll deal with it because obviously now she's committed on murder uh so he goes to the rock to confront her but is himself confronted by her pack of goons who then ambush him and while he's trying to communicate with ashley like mind to mind she shows him the weird slideshow of maggots and blood uh, from the beginning of the movie and he goes into some sort of catatonic state Reese feels a disturbance in the force, and phones Phoebe, and they're like, we'll go to Zach and Ashley's house to try and find out what the fuck is going on, but when they get there, some weaselly guy from their school is waiting, he is obviously being controlled by Ashley, phones in a report of a murder of those two, and then pulls a gun, oh no! Anyway, nothing happens, it's fine, they get away from him. Um, They go and find Zack somehow, I don't know how, but he just kind of stumbles in front of their car, to be honest, while they're driving through the woods, so... Excellent echo location. Uh, They get him in the car, and they take him to Moss, I don't know how they know who Moss is, or that they should do this, but sure. Uh, Reese says, like, I can heal him, I am a healer, and Moss is like, nah, because the brain is more than just, like, membranes and blood and stuff, it's also complicated brain things and you might do it wrong we need ashley to fix whatever ashley did to it which makes sense um they all agree to this and then instantly decide to ignore it because the (laughs) phoebe and reese take zach off to the rock they find that ashley has locked the laptop but this doesn't stop them tapping into the rock's power so again i don't know what the big deal was about the laptop this is poorly explained anywho um reese then tries to heal zach which he was told not to do and agreed not to do what are you doing um but doesn't work to the surprise of no one because we've been watching the movie Uh, so he puts zach to sleep instead so that he won't be in pain and won't die in the intervening time they power up with the rock and then go to the high school again i don't really know how they know to go to the high school but i guess it's the sea of ashley's power she seized control of, like, everybody in there. They're all stumbling around like zombies, just whacking their heads on walls and being tormented. Why were they all there at night? And if she went to each of their individual houses to bring them here, why are they all dressed in the clothes they wear to school? I feel like this took a lot longer to arrange than she had time for. But anyway, it's it's kind of a cool scene. They find her, like, holding court in, I guess, like, the gymnasium or, like, the main room of the high school, whatever it's called. Uh, We get another hair whip crack, because why not reuse that? I think it happens three times in the movie, actually, but there we go. Uh, And she has, like, space buns, but with, like, glittery pipe cleaners wrapped around them, because she's decided that she is now God, because she has magic powers and pipe cleaners. They deal with the guards by playing some really loud music so that Ashley can't command, like... Reese and Phoebe to do anything, uh, and then um, Phoebe beats up some of the guards, and some of them get put to sleep by Reese. I know which one I'd prefer. I don't want to get telekinetically punched in the face. I'll just take a nap, thanks. Reese then threatens to break Ashley's vocal cords if she doesn't fix Zach, so she fixes Zach, but I don't think he really does anything for like the next part of the movie. However, in the intervening confusion of her may or maybe not fix Zach, unclear because he doesn't appear in the next couple of scenes, but. She grabs a bullhorn and uses it to command everybody to go after them and attack and kill them. So Reese and Phoebe have to run away and end up on the roof of the school. Cleverly, Ashley then commands them to never use their powers on her again. And I thought this was going to be some sort of um, cunning thing where she would need healing. And then Reese wouldn't be able to heal her, but they don't do that. Um, Instead, she makes Phoebe levitate off of the school roof and then fall to her death so phoebe hits the ground it's it's not looking good for reese and then because she now remembers that he has this phobia of blood ashley tells reese that he is drowning in an ocean of blood to try and i guess reduce him to the same state that zach may or may not still be in someone should check on that guy anyway reese goes to his unhappy place and he's like oh no the blood the blood the death and then he's like wait a minute i didn't kill my mom i don't feel bad about this anymore so he comes like out of it Um, and this is like one of the lines that just made me crack up Ashley just turns around and goes oh okay that didn't work how about a more direct jump off the roof and then he says I can't hear you and it's like but why I mean he didn't put his headphones in I thought the walkman would come into play here but no I don't get why he can't hear her but anywho he rips off this chunk of glowing rock so I guess one of the special rocks that she's wearing as a necklace which is what's giving her her power and abruptly, she is struck by lightning and then finds herself in a sort of mental detention with a board up that says no talking, and she finds she can't make noise, so she's been stripped of all her powers. Reese then gets downstairs real fast and heals Phoebe, so she's gonna be fine. And then we see the next day at school, everything's back to normal. Zach, Phoebe, and Reese all go up to the glowing rocks, I guess, to maybe destroy them or have one last look at them, but they're gone, so. Maybe something mystical was happening, or maybe it's just one of those let's wrap up the movie type things, but no more magic rocks. And in a final sting in the tail, we see Ashley now at a sort of mental institution um, outside, and she is visited by one of the teachers who is still underneath her control and still views her as a god, and he has brought her magic necklace back to her, uh, and we see her come out of her sort of coma state, Uh, right before the credits rolls and that's the end of the secret craft um and i've made fun of this movie and it does follow quite a lot of the plot beats of the craft which the craft is by no means like an original story no matter how good it is you know people find power person is corrupted by power rest of the people have to gather around to take that person down it's not like hugely original uh but this you know follows quite a lot of the, the same beats because it takes place in the same setting New high school outcast, someone new moving to town. They discover this amazing power, corruption, yada yada yada, ends at a mental institution. So it is very similar. I can see where they tried to like tie it to the craft name. Purely speculation, but that font is awfully similar. Um, Having said that, it was kind of a fun movie to watch. It it was it passed the time and they had a few surprises in there although most of the surprises were me not knowing what was going on because i thought there was something gonna happen with like reese's dual color powers and nothing happened so there we go uh, it was very nostalgic very kind of 90s slash early 2000s uh, and you will have a good laugh watching this so i can, I can recommend it for that if if nothing else But it was a little bit of a letdown in terms of the fact that while stuff that seemed magic was going on, it was mostly based in, like, kind of science and telekinesis, psychokinesis kind of powers and not witchcraft per se. But um, due to the branding and sort of it being kind of similar to the craft, it it gets a pass and I'm going to call it a witchy movie. In the meantime... Let me know any movies or books, uh, etc., that you would recommend. Drop those into the comments section, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!